God's covenant to Noah. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, all those that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. I establish my covenant with you. Never again will all life be cut off by the waters of a flood. Never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, this is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. So God said to Noah, this is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all life on the earth. Thank you, Hilary, very much indeed. So we're continuing in our series about thinking of uh, aspects of hope, and this morning's theme particularly is signs of hope based on the rainbow. Rainbows are always exciting to see, aren't they? Earlier this week, there was a post of a rainbow on the Solihull Updates Facebook page, and uh, as one person posted an image, so several other people responded. So uh, I forget which day this was, but there were certainly some very strong rainbow pictures earlier in the week. Can anyone remember? Was this uh, Monday, Tuesday? Monday. I think it's Monday. Yeah, I think it was Monday too. Uh, and I think it was Monday because on Monday afternoon, I was speaking to Women's Fellowship about the reasons why we are full of hope today. And... As I was speaking, a rainbow appeared in the sky behind me. I didn't realize it. I had my back to the window, but uh, some of the ladies saw it, and they said afterwards that this rainbow appeared while I was talking about the signs of hope, which seemed very typical and very appropriate. Some of you may remember at the time of the redevelopment of our buildings that a photo was taken by the builders, which was then reproduced on calendars and mugs and coasters, a mouse mats, there's still actually a coaster on my desk, I meant to bring it down this morning, uh, of this, the picture of the new building as it was uh, those years ago with the rainbow coming across the sky. The rainbow is a wonderful reminder that the world is held in being by God's promise. I will remember my covenant. Never again will the waters destroy all life. Yes, there are still natural disasters, there are still human tragedies, but God remains true to his promise as far as the whole of life is concerned. It's interesting that the rainbow is only actually mentioned in three other verses in the whole of the Bible. Uh, there's a mention of it in Ezekiel 1 verse 28 and then the book of Revelation in chapter 4 verse 3 and 10 verse 1. 
And these other references link the rainbow to the glory of God, the throne of God, and the angel of God. And in each case, with those references, there is the angel that circle, the rainbow that circles around the throne, the Lord, the angel. The rainbow, a very clear sign, reinforcing the sense of God's sovereignty and authority. A sign that God is in control, that despite all the changes of, uh, and uncertainties of life, God has the whole world in his hands. There is, of course, a natural, if you like, a scientific explanation for a rainbow. It's based on the physics of light and of refraction. But there is also a supernatural significance of the rainbow. It's a sign that the world is constantly held by God's promise. It was given in the time of Noah. And every time that rainbow comes in the sky, God is speaking of his creation, of his world that is held in his promise. And it's not only the world as God's creation, but the church of Jesus Christ as God's community here on earth, and you and I as God's people are held by God's promise. He is still in control. So this morning I'd like us in our minds to paint a rainbow. And we'll start it over that end of the building and we'll just uh, take it up to the roof and bring it over to that side. Okay? So there's a rainbow over us this morning. It's a sign of God's sovereignty over the world, of God's promise. It's a powerful sign of hope. And just as in scientific terms, the light of the sun and the darkness of the rain clouds are both needed to create the conditions for a rainbow, so in spiritual terms, the light of Christ shines through the darkness of light, life with a clear and certain promise of God. The rainbow is a powerful image. And from that image, I'd like to explore this morning something of those signs of hope that God is giving to us because this is his world. He has made it. And he gave that rainbow as a promise to Noah that never again would he destroy the earth. He watches over it. And he watches over you and me. And he wants us to be part of his people. Here are the signs of hope for the world today from a Christian point of view. Uh, I'd like to list a number of them. And the first three really link very much to our text card that we had two weeks ago. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is really just a recap of what I said a couple of weeks ago because the first three signs of hope that I spoke about at that time were the character of God, that God is in himself a God of hope, the work of Jesus, that all that Jesus has accomplished is an expression of God's love and hope for the world. And the power of the Holy Spirit is God's presence among us to bring hope into the life of God's people. If we understand the character of God, if we believe in the work of Jesus, if we live in the power of the Holy Spirit, then we can be overflowing with hope today. That was the message of a couple of weeks ago. 
These are indeed pointers and signs of hope. As the rainbow stretches over us, as God's sovereignty over this world and over all his people, he is a God of hope. Jesus has accomplished so much for us, and his spirit is with us today. These are signs of hope. But there are more. As it were, in our imagination, we're sitting under the rainbow of God's control over this world of ours today. What are the other signs of hope that God is working in this world today? What else can we see that says, yes, there is the evidence for God's work in this world? Well, the growth of the church worldwide is absolutely phenomenal. The current world population is around 7.5 billion people. And almost one-third of the world population would say they are Christians. That is a huge number. Never think that we are a small minority in the world today. Whether it's the congregation here, whether it's a congregation at Tidbury Green or whatever, wherever the location, where a number of people are gathered together, we are part of an immense company of people. I'm going to put a map on the screen. It's a Wikipedia map, so don't worry too much about the intricate details of the percentages, but just uh, take uh, the broad view of the colours, because this just generally gives you a sense of Christianity across the world. The darkest blue is where the percentage of Christians are the largest, and then uh, the lighter blue is where the percentage is the smallest. And you will see large swathes of the world where there are significant numbers of people who are Christians. Interestingly, also in the same map, you'll see what is often spoken about as the 1040 window, the section of the world where the Christian presence is at its smallest in what is majority Muslim and Hindu regions. We're part of the largest global movement on earth. It is phenomenal. A third of the world population. That in itself is a sign of the Spirit of God across this world today. Evidence that what began as a movement of 12 disciples is now so vast it is beyond counting. Many of you have had the opportunity to, tra to travel. You'll have shared in worship around the globe. I've been with congregations in India, in Kenya, in Zambia, in Israel, in Romania, and other European countries. And I expect if we gathered all the information from all of you, we could list pretty well every, certainly every continent and many, many countries across the world where we have set, stood alongside Christian brothers and sisters who worshipped the same Jesus Christ, all from the life of one person, Jesus himself and his first followers. God's rainbow promise stretches across the world. That's an amazing sign of hope. And let's add to that the stories of people whose lives have been changed. Last week we shared in the baptisms of five people here, and each had their own story to tell of how God had changed their lives and how they are stepping out to follow him. Today, we've welcomed as members two young people who were baptized last year, and very soon we'll do the same for those who were baptized in September last year. 
Remember that the promise of the rainbow was to Noah and his sons, actually just to one family. Through that, a promise to the world. But it was a very personal promise to Noah and his sons. And many of you have stories that you can tell of how God has come to you, the difference that he is making in your lives today. And your story is part of the spiritual rainbow, part of the sign of God at work in the world today. In our Rhythm of Prayer readings this week, we've covered the section of the Old Testament where the people of Israel asked for a king to lead them so that they could be like all the other nations around them. But actually, God had called them to be a different nation under his authority. And God calls you and me to be different people because Jesus has changed our lives. And if you're trusting in Jesus today, you have a story to tell. And your story adds to those stories that we heard last week, to those stories that we've heard at other times, those many, many stories that we hear of those whose lives have been changed, of those who've been touched by the Spirit of God, for those who are living differently for Jesus. He calls us to be a holy nation, to people belonging to God. We have among us a huge collective testimony of the difference Jesus makes. But we need to hear that. And then when Jesus, so when Jesus is making a difference in your life, when something happens, which is an answer to prayer, which is a blessing, we need to hear it. You, we need to be willing to share those things that God is saying and doing so that the story of changed lives becomes part of this rainbow sign of hope. I'd love to have a queue of people with things to share on Sundays. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be complicated. And I will do my very best every time to make sure that we've got space to hear the stories of what God is doing in your lives and what God is doing in my life. It's so important. It's part of the rainbow promise. Just to touch also on creative mission initiatives that are amazing things that are happening in the church of Jesus Christ today. In previous generations, it was the Christians who were on the front line of providing education and health care. Now, it's often Christians who are on the front line of supporting all kinds of marginalized groups, expressing Christ's love in wonderful ways. And the shape of worship and of church life and of presenting the gospel is again becoming so varied and so creative. It's an exciting environment in which to live and move. I'm just touching on that one. But I also want to say something about faith in all circumstances because one of the huge signs of hope for me is when I really see people trusting God in all circumstances. Because life is not bright and breezy by any means. Today, there are those who are struggling with unemployment. There are those who have health concerns with needs of close family neighbors, family members. There are those who are struggling to find God's clear direction in their lives. There are those who know that they're facing serious illness. And some of my most profound moments 
have been alongside those in crisis situations where people have been able to trust God even when they do not yet see the rainbow through the rain. When the clouds seem dark and the sun has not yet broken through. And yet they're able to hold on and know that God's promise still stands firm. Ours is not a faith which escapes the hard times, but sees the presence and the power of God in all those changing situations. These are the signs of hope, the rainbow of God's blessing that stretches across the world. Who he is, what Jesus has done, the power of the Spirit, the growth of the church, the stories of changed lives, the mission initiatives of love and compassion, of gospel presentation, of faith in all circumstances. But this morning, the greatest sign of hope for all mankind is in the cross. This was how God showed how much he loved us. While we were still helpless, Christ died for us. That moment which may have seemed the least sign of hope, when the skies were dark, when Jesus breathed his last, was actually the moment of greatest hope as Jesus declared, it is finished. The work has been accomplished to bring about the forgiveness of sin and the promise of eternal life. The greatest sign of hope is in the cross. So God is at work in his world today. Every physical rainbow is a reminder of his promise. But today, I speak to you of that spiritual rainbow that stretches over the world, that stretches over the church, that stretches across your life this morning. Look up and see what God is doing. Be encouraged by the signs of the kingdom and then allow the Holy Spirit to challenge you about your life today. Are you living within the orbit of God's love and promise? Are you living with the expectation of what he is able to do with signs of hope that are all around you? And are you living a life that is committed to him, trusting in him, following him, serving him, so that your life becomes part of the story and part of the sign of hope for the world today? It's good that we journey from this sermon to communion and allow within these moments time and space for God to speak to you for you to see the depth of his love when he died on the cross and to sense his challenge coming into your life to serve him totally today.